Since the outbreak of COVID-19 from Wuhan, China, hate crimes towards Asians have significantly increased. Videos of vulnerable Asian seniors getting assaulted had gone viral over the internet. And as an Asian Canadian myself, it hurts to imagine that my father or my grandfather could have been potential victims. So recently there's been an active movement over the online communities with the hashtag Stop Asian Hate taken part by some notable figures, including Daniel Day Kim, Naomi Osaka, and Nike. However, the issues seemed to backfire a little for Nike as the comment sections were filled with criticism towards Nike's history of exploiting their factory workers in Asia. And this irony raises a question of our sincerity of what we choose to say on social media. Are we taking parts in these movements just for the sake of fitting in? Are my actions reflected upon what I am posting? Is posting on social media really the right way to take part in the change that we want? Welcome to the Fatherless Superman episode 12, and here we go. intro thank you here we go here we go um yeah i actually don't know about that uh because recently people's been people have been posting a lot it's almost like spamming on instagram now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you never check your junk mail do you junk mail yeah no like email junk mail. so it's like this is like how you feel yeah uh, yeah this is how i feel uh-huh. junk mail like if I see something like along the Like you can tell like Just looking at the story for one millisecond mm-hmm. That you just see like a Twitter looking post Or like a picture oh, Or yeah, like, yeah, a, you know right or like a post with sensitive uh-huh. sensitive comment A sensitive uh, post Click to view You just know it's one of those uh, Political correctness Anti-hate uh, campaign mm-hmm. and I don't know about that now um yeah so definitely um we agree that a lot of the, these uh movements and incidents are the things that we should be aware about but I think it's just uh like the sincerity of it no like uh, I, I feel like I can't I can't imagine like some people listening to us right now and be enraged because some of these stuff like it makes sense right like injustice like what's happening in india that's total bullshit like i mean bullshit on the government um the asian asian crime hate crime that that's been risen that's that's something crazy that's something that should be uh aware uh, by by people and the government, mm-hmm. right? Um, because uh, unless we're unaware, we're aware of it. Something like these don't really stop. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some sometimes it doesn't really matter if we're aware of it or not. But s- like there are cer- certain things like Asian hate or Black Lives uh, Matter or Black Lives Move. Uh, movement mm-hmm. um like these stuff um through social media it they impact right uh raises awareness but 
everything everything has to be in balance if there's too much of one thing too much of spamming uh, we have to educate other people we have to not only ourselves and but the also all the other people as well um, we have to spread this news one of the the like these things like getting posted on Instagram it's just too much like you know like you have your own problem I have my own problem right like I'm sure I'm sure like some of the injustice there it's terrible but uh, I don't know I don't know I don't know the alternative to be honest but I don't think this is the way of going uh taking it what I just want to make clear is that um, just by posting um, these um, movement-related posts, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you really are taking part and you are really taking change. Um, but what I'm just hoping is that um, for those people who are um, posting these things to really consider whether or not you are just like um reinforcing or you're rationalizing that um you are doing you know something good just by posting this you know um something interesting that i read about and this is this is all before the black lives matter movement asian hate crime thing it was uh i think his name was robert green the author of the laws of human nature and 48 laws of power uh, both very uh, renowned books yeah, I think it was in 48 laws of power it's it's very very like Machiavellian uh, one of those be careful of certain people in the society um, how to not be uh, taken for granted just raising awareness and seeing like uh, spotting scams, seeing frauds, and all that, and he he mentioned something about how we should be careful of those who put this uh, put this image image of oh I'm I'm this I'm 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 taking a movement uh, I'm doing whatever I can. And it's it's and what he described is to me feels exactly like what's happening on Instagram right now. You see certain people posting like six, eight, ten stories of of injustice going on, right? Like, oh, these needs to be stopped now. Those things needs to be stopped now. Like, yeah, like it's important to uh, to raise awareness. And I guess it's good that uh, people don't just you know, just ignore it and go like, oh, well, uh, that happened, oh, well, that's cool, and just go along with another day. But but posting itself, uh, I think it, it indirectly, subconsciously, is, is trying to seek status. Mm-hmm. It's the status of uh, superiority, knowledge, like, because, oh, I'm this educated, I know this much. Mm-hmm. I am this fair. I am this just. Right? I'm more just than uh, people who are not aware. Mm-hmm. You know, like these words, like these phrases, like "oh, we have to educate other people." Uh, you know, we have to educate ourselves. 
like those educate uh, kind of me kind of to me it feels like i'm superior like over you mm-hmm. No, I'm smarter than you. I'm more just. You know, like, in the beginning, it may not, like, seem like it. But I remember, in, like, in every business books mm-hmm. and teachings, there are five, like, drives, like, human drives. You know, one is uh, uh, hunger. The other one's uh, sex, like, sexual, p- finding a partner, um, hunger, money. And then there's like uh, I can't remember like all, all these stuff, but for for all of them it says, but in the end, everything, all all the all the five like human drives above, relates to one thing. Mm-hmm. It's status seeking. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is status seeking. And I remember reading this uh, research about, uh why some posts get shared more than others right and it literally says the post that share gets shared the most is something um that that looks good upon them yeah that mm-hmm. looks good upon them it puts a good image um, on whoever it may yeah. be a scientific fact like oh i did not know this oh i did not know that oh that's Uh very cute Mm -hmm. you know like one of those like some people share dog photos share dog you know (laughs) but then uh there's a hidden like human drive Mm -hmm. and like sometimes it may be like oh this is so cute you gotta watch this right you're Uh sharing like this these things and that's all good but um uh most of the time hidden motive is we're status seeking Uh uh Oh, I love dogs. That's that's also status seeking in a way that you're a dog lover. You know, that's a that's a status like right who there. Who cares about animals? Yeah, who cares about the animals? And, you know. Uh, speaking of like education and being being shown, being seen as just, I want us to kind of rethink that idea again. So, like, clearly some of these incidents, um, like unjust incidents, happen based on, yeah, like where there's a clear victim but then that's not always the case and uh like some of these posts um revolve around some cases that have that should be seen on both sides of the coin but clearly when these are shared and these incidents are you know spread through the internet a lot of times such cases are yeah only shown one side of the story so I think it's really important like to think about what really being educated is, is to really research the both sides of the story and that also is what makes our society more just as well I think to not be focused on just one side. Um, the example of that is one time I came across this post of you probably have I don't know it wasn't as uh well known as the other ones Mm -hmm. but it was about this black guy he is i think 18 or 19 Mm -hmm. i actually can't remember but he he was supposed to be executed right and he did get executed i think it was last month did you see our post not exactly sure okay he's a black guy he got he got executed okay and then i remember just reading the post and it says this is racism because like i don't like a 
we don't support uh, execution. Like people should get executed. And then it says, oh, this guy has been good for so, like how many years in in uh, in prison? Um, he has shown that he uh, he he made a mistake and all that. Um, and there's no way that he should be executed. But no, like they didn't even say why he's getting executed. And they said this is racism because this is a hate against black people. Okay. And then I searched up his name and he was like, he got, he got, he got, he was found guilty for killing two people, for murdering two people. And that's why he got sentenced to jail, rightly so. Mm -hmm. And he got executed. Execution, I'm not too sure. Like, I don't think, personally, I don't think um, execution is the way. Uh, because being in prison itself mm. may be that like it, like that that shit's hard enough, you know. Mm. Um, I don't think execution's the way, but I don't. I think these posts are so biased and it's so easy to be um, uh, misinformed mm -hmm. because you and I can literally come up with uh, like random shit and start posting mm. and start sharing, you know. And if it sounds legit, like if it sounds just or sounds injust, like. Um, not not just uh, we get we get likes uh, shares you know so um, social media today is um, widely cri criticized for polarizing people's views yeah um, so like for example such alg algorithms would um, like if, if you're you know progressive or if you're right wing whatever you keep viewing would um keep, keep yeah more. keep appear on your platform and that would keep on like reinforcing your ideas so i think that's why um it's really important to get some of your views and um, perspective perspectives outside of social media and i think that's another part where um like an appropriate father figure comes in so do you have such a figure for you do you think in terms of these issues uh, in terms of these issues, uh, so it, it sometimes, yeah. So, but it's not necessarily like uh, someone you actually personally know. Uh, I but think I obviously think you read a lot of books and for these re for these in for these topics, uh, the people I respect are those who don't really care. What do you mean, don't people really care? who? Like people I respect are those who don't care and get carried away by social media and this whole uh, left side, right side. Back mm -hmm, in the day, mm -hmm. it was Trump, Biden. Now it's uh, to take a knee during before a football soccer game or not. You know, you know, some people get like. I remember like watching this guy, this player, black player, and he didn't take a knee, and then people called him racist against black mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. and, and and like he was like oh i i i believe like i care for the black lives yeah and everything but i don't support the black lives matter movement and the as, people as an organization yeah exactly and people started calling him racist i'm like and a lot of players now uh, recently wilfred zaha has done the same exactly and um the people i respect uh 
making changes or someone like Danny Alves, the the guy we talked about in the other mm-hmm. episode where Previously, yeah. he he took action by uh, eating a banana thrown at him because uh-huh. someone like throwing a banana as in, uh-huh. oh, you're a monkey. But he started eating it be- like during the game because like it, it's to carry out this message that he doesn't care. Yeah, right? and yeah I, I do understand what you mean by the people who don't care. Exactly. Uh-huh. But so it, it's not that they're ignorant of such issues, um, but I think I think such people who knows like the real value. Exactly. So instead of you know spending so much energy on things to fight about, rather focusing on what we should fight for together. Exactly. Instead of creating conflicts. Exactly. And these people like I really respect. Um, the other one was uh, I remember watching this interview. Uh, of Ronda Rousey, right, do you know yeah, her? Yeah, <laughs> UFC woman, UFC uh, fighter. Uh, she doesn't actress, fight anymore, yeah. but she, she she like at one point she was n- number one, right? Right, yeah. And she was the most paid female athlete or female UFC player, right? And the interviewer asked her this one question where. Um, Compared to male athletes, female athletes get paid significantly less. Uh, in football, in football, uh, in football, like the sports, right? Soccer. Like male athletes get paid like much, much more. And the interviewer was like, "What do you think of that? Do you think this is a uh, gender inequality? You know, one of those uh, uh women don't get." Uh, don't get paid as much as uh, men. We should get paid the same amount for the same job and everything. And Ronda Rousey said, "Do you know why I'm the highest female uh, UFC player right. athlete? It's because I bring um, I bring fans, I attract, and I basically like she is the marketer, right? Mm-hmm. Like she brings that much money, and that's literally what she says. She's mm-hmm. like, I bring that much money, and that's why I get paid the most." Yeah, and right? she she did so, and she did so, and like, I'm sure I'm sure there there are some you know, like football like already you know, growing up you see someone like Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, but you don't know any any like women player. Um, I remember like a few, I can't recall their names to be honest at this moment. Uh, if I see their face, I'll know. Yeah. You know, Christine Sinclair. Exactly, Alex exactly, Morgan, exactly. Rapino. Alex Morgan's a famous one, right? Mm-hmm. Like those people, like bring people in. Mm-hmm. But uh, someone like Ronda Rousey, she she doesn't really uh, spend her time whining. Mm-hmm. I feel like she spends her time, not now, but mm-hmm. back in the day when she was on her prime, she she didn't really care about those stuff, and she just carried out uh, for what she. Uh, believes in what she fights for and i think um a lot of such ideas come from like individualism i think it's victimization like who like in terms of ronda rousey or um a lot of times i think it's victimization um in that to be honest let's be honest uh what's that what's that campaign stop asian hate yeah a lot of like most asians share that Uh uh-huh 
like if you if you do a um, percentage, the majority majority will uh-huh. be Asians, right? Black Lives Movement majority would be. I mean, it might be a little bit more like uh, more spread out, uh-huh. but I feel like it's more uh, black community. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and like, it's one of those we share these things that we are involved in, right? We share like as Asian, like I see so many of my Asian friends uh, share. Let's stop Asian hate, and they rarely share. No Black Lives Matter movement uh, campaign thing, and it's because it's because we care more about what we like about the community we're in, and I think it's kind of like victimization in a way that you know like guys don't really care if that guys don't uh, talk too much about gender pay inequality. It's usually the woman, and. And like Asian hate crime, it's usually Asians. Black Lives Matter, even though it's more spread out, it's usually the black community, right? And back with uh, gender inequality, the the most well-known investor right now is Kathy Wood, and she's not she's not a man, <laughs> you know, she's not a man. She's a woman, and everyone respects her. Like if she buys one stock, that stock skyrockets <laughs> yeah. because everyone respects her, and they 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 trust her. Mm. You know, like their her instincts. It's completely opposite from um, gender inequality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure there there are some gender gender pay inequality, but. I I feel like people like her, people mm-hmm. who are more successful, they don't, they take less time caring, uh, crying, mm-hmm. and they spend more time doing what they have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think where we are going with this is just to uh, make sure that we are aware of all sides of the issues. So, for example, if you're an Asian listening to this. Um, and yeah, obviously, um, we want to be aware of um, the current issues revolving around uh, this movement. But then also, I think it's um, an opportunity for us to uh, reflect um, and think back to other issues like the Black Lives Movement and uh, widen our views like that and think about what our roles are in, in the uh, global community and not just um, the issues revolving around your own like racial identity you know you know the number one issue that causes everything mm-hmm. it's because everyone lacks em- empathy do you like, think so yeah everyone lacks empathy you and I lack empathy like uh, we're taught to we're never taught to uh, we're never taught empathy mm-hmm. empathy is being put on someone else's perspective someone else's shoes and seeing the world as it is and because we don't do that we can never understand these stuff for example like when we're going to uh, golf driving range golf practice just now uh, the interviewer asked CEO of Google who who's an Indian and she was like so when you were young you like you had a famine or a drought in India, a crazy famine drought, and apparently he couldn't get. 
he had to get water from a truck. Yeah, like truck would trucks would come with buckets of water. Exactly. And, that's how and they she was trying to water. steer in a way that like isn't that a terrible life for mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. That's a hardship for you. And he's like no, it was pretty good because mm-hmm. my community was uh, great. We had like great support for education and all. Like not having enough water for us sounds terrible, mm-hmm. but for him in that situation, he has other things to care uh-huh. for, and it's just every day, right? And just like opens up like exactly. another perspective. But that 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 is, uh-huh. I think, is because the interviewer. I mean, she maybe maybe she did that mm-hmm. be- mm-hmm. to uh, you know just to carry mm-hmm. out a conversation, but and like yeah, to be honest, uh, I can't I can't ensure that I would have asked the same question as the interviewer in that situation. Exactly, but yeah, yeah and I think that's lacking empathy mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. there. That's lacking empathy. Empathy. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Like, do you not I agree? I think it's more in terms of respect and perspective. That is empathy. Is it? <laughs> yeah, empathy is more uh-huh. like is is uh. But sympathy but, is agreeing. Uh-huh. But I think empathy is. I but I think like perspective can actually be widened through like visiting you know different and like actually experiencing different like cultures and learning about them. But then I think empathy is hard to learn about. It yeah. is hard to learn uh-huh. about, and uh, just to but mention, some people actually learn, and uh-huh. these people, uh, Stalin learned it. Stalin, <laughs> no, actually, Stalin uh-huh. learned it. Yeah, he he was very insecure. He, he was a narcissist, mm-hmm. but through empathy, he he had he got voted to he got voted and risen to power yeah. through empathy. Isn't it Same just with Hitler. He did so much bad things, and he was about to die, and he was just huh? Is it because he just did so much bad things and no, no before before, oh, before he got elected oh, before okay, he got okay, elected yeah. everyone loved Stalin yeah and before Hitler yeah was in uh-huh. charge when he was rising in power like people thought he was a he was a bro uh-huh. like a homie you know like yeah that's what I read like Stalin he people loved Stalin because it just felt like when talking to him he understood you. In a way that not that many people could, mm-hmm. and that's what he mastered. I mean, for him, it's 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 almost like fake empathy. Yeah. In a way that he doesn't really empathize, but he pretends to. It's kind of like Hitler too. He was really good at like, um, like understanding others and like understanding how people's psychology works. Exactly. That's why he was such a good uh good at doing speeches. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's. <laughs> irrelevant but yeah and just to go back uh the ceo of google he also mentions about how like such experiences um growing up in india um he, he had fun playing sports reading um you know all those you know things that we would do with uh as a kid without electronic devices those kind of experiences are yeah one of the greatest um, you know, assets that he thinks that he has. Exactly, has. and if you don't tell other people that it's the greatest asset, and you uh-huh. just t- like describe what happened, they'll be like, "The fuck, you had a terrible childhood." Uh-huh. Like no water. Yeah, no like, water. Like, how did no you even technology. survive, bro? Uh-huh. But for him, it, it was it was something amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, something he cherishes. Exactly. 
There were other things that I was going to say, but I kind of forgot. Do you have any other things? Um. No. <laughs> no, no. Oh no! Oh, this thing. Um. So I'm I'm Korean, right? You're right. Korean too. Yeah. A lot of times, uh, like some people, come up to me. Usually, um, uh, usually white. Uh, right. No Asians came up to me like this, or no black. Uh, people came up to me like this, but some people like came up to me and they s- tried speaking Chinese to me. Yeah, like in a respectful way, like none of those like white you know, people. White people. It's usually white people. I don't. I don't. Wait. Do they actually know how to speak Chinese? I mean, like just hello or oh, like ni hao <laughs> or uh, ni hao yeah. or uh, happy new year. Okay, guanghe fa choi. Yeah, exactly. It's. It's sort of like in a respectful way, uh-huh. like I respect your like right, language, right, right, right. kind of thing. Uh-huh. But I can't see how so many yeah. Koreans get so offended. Yeah. They're like, uh-huh. I mean, to be honest, I got that like so much, like so many times yeah. since I was a kid. So it's does it do I you mean, care? Not really. Like beca- I'm so used to it, so it's like almost became a norm. But I never me? cared about that. Like, uh-huh, me neither. I remember going to this one of my uh, favorite restaurants that I uh-huh. go to, and this guy, he's a server, uh-huh. and like we talk a lot, right? And he's like, "So you speak Cantonese or Mandarin?" You know, they're both Chinese. <laughs> you know? So, so he basically thinks I'm Chinese, yeah. right? So I said, "Oh, I'm just Korean," yeah. right? But like some. Yeah, I, I remember telling this story to my other Korean friends, and they're like, "What the fuck is that guy do, doing?" You know, like so so offensive. Yeah. I I took zero offense. Uh-huh. You know, uh, it's just I I think it's just uh, perspective and being able to let things go and yeah. not not trying to see in your own perspective all the time. Because yeah, like, for him, uh-huh. he probably tried to be nice, uh-huh. <laughs> but it just didn't come out. No, like. no. <laughs> yeah, so that like shows how important to how important <laughs> it is to have a little bit more uh, wider perspective. Um, yeah, like it could be that they have no experience really living as yeah. like a visible minority, and uh, that actually reminds me of um, another story that I have that I was going to talk about in the Danny Alves episode, yeah. but then I forgot about. Um, so I, I used to work as like a camp leader, okay. so like leading kids with sports, and uh, we, we played ping pong mm. one day, and there was this uh, white girl, um, and yeah, like she was awesome. She was super sweet. And then she would suddenly, like, while playing ping pong, she would be like, Ching Ching Chong, the Chinese chicken, <laughs> while playing <laughs> ping pong. And I, I laughed so hard. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, I was just, like, kind of in a panic, too. Like, I had no idea what I should say to her. But, like, <laughs> honestly, it was so funny. <laughs> There's this, like, other... Uh, Wait, say that again. What was it? Uh, ching ching chong. Ching ching chong, the Chinese chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's this like another guy <laughs> I was working with. He was from Hong Kong. <laughs> he had like the same face as I had. And there's this uh, another uh, white woman that I was working with. <laughs> and she, she like was kind of panicking too. But like we all were like 
laughing it off, but then she was the first one to say like, um, yeah, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, you shouldn't say that. <laughs> so yeah, like, obviously she doesn't know. No, it's obviously. just she's young, and it's uh, but it's the same thing for adults. Some people don't have that developed perspective. Um. Yeah, to to know that such things are inappropriate. So, yeah, I think should he end it off at the church? No, no, no. I, I, um, Jordan Peterson. He, there's a famous saying in uh in Christianity, right? Bible quote. It says, uh, shit, I can't remember. It's something along the lines of forgive others. Mm-hmm. Um. Forgive others, love your enemies, uh, love your neighbors as you as I've loved you. Um, yeah. And Jordan Peterson was saying something like Jordan Peterson's uh, a famous professor. Uh, used to work at Harvard. Um, used to work Toronto. at U- UFT Toronto. I don't know about now, but yeah. But he said something like. He's like, I think Bible in the Bible says forgive others or forgive who ha- whoever has done wrong to you. It's 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 basically not for the others who are to be forgiven. It's basically for you, because by forgiving, by you forgiving others, you are finding peace within yourself. Like, who, who like? Who cares like what other people did, you know? But if you if you are able to let things go, it is for your good that you're forgiving others, mm-hmm. not their good. Because if you keep on uh, feeling injustice, if you keep on maybe victimizing, if you if you start having anger, and if that anger starts amplifying. You're basically living in a dystopian world, um, world full of injustice. You start seeing everything in injustice. With resent. You're living in resent resentment, and yeah, like if you if you start caring about everything that everything that happens mm-hmm. in this world, especially when social media, like I can I can see what's happening in the other side of the world, you know. All this injustice happening on the other side of the world. If I if I begin to feel injustice, resentment for everything that comes to me, mm-hmm. like we're not we're not strong enough to be able to handle everything that comes at you. Mm-hmm. Some of the things you're able to, you're, you sh- you need to be able to let things go. Uh, I think um, recently I've been telling myself when I s- see. Uh, these politic political I, I I was always into this political you know uh, some of the bullshit some of the political corrections going on you know, some things I don't believe in and sometimes I would argue with that but recently I've just been letting things go because arguing creates more tension creates more defense uh, mechanism calls for it it does nothing good uh, the only thing that it's happening when you're when you're arguing is validation 
you're trying to prove your point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, uh, you're just wasting your time and your energy, where you can spend those good time and good energy on something good. Yeah. For the greater. Uh huh. So that's why I exactly t- think too. Um, for forgiving can be hard, but um, a lot of, a lot of times just arguing can be such a waste of time. And like I said before, um, I'm yeah, like I think we should realize that instead of spending time and energy, um, fighting about something, I think it's time for us to, uh, fight for something that's actually valuable together. Um, and yeah, I think this whole idea is kind of le- leading me. T- being um like towards more being individualistic because um yeah like i'm seeing how um like blinded you can be and how um, cautious we should be having some you know such a collectivist uh mindset and view um yeah and like being individualistic is not being like all you know cold mm. being like you know living under like a brick wall and roof right right but yeah but you know keeping your own perspectives to yourself keeping your eyes open uh, ears open and yeah not trying to intervene and change others right. minds i think that's the value of being individualistic yeah i agree mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah this for those who don't know this is the fatherless superman podcast (laughs) (laughs) the only reason i'm doing this is because i don't know how to conclude this episode Mm -hmm. and please subscribe or and follow check Uh out our instagram page and we really really want to listen to your stories so check um check out our hotline our numbers are in the description so give us a call yeah, if you ever need someone to talk this to this has been Josh and Vincent not the Ching Chang Chong Chinese <laughs> chicken <laughs> see ya peace <laughs>